Welcome jurors to Dueling Advocates, where everybody gets an advocate. In today's case, we will evaluate the sheer ridiculousness of the new normal. I mean, honestly, I don't think it's ridiculous at all. It's at this time where we actually have a virus and no actual cure for it, I think we're doing the best we can. Okay, but the best we can makes no sense. There, there's no point in wearing the mask. There's no point in wearing goggles or face masks or any of the other crazy things that people are doing. And there, it doesn't help anybody to have everything closed. You know, you, everybody still is interacting with each other en masse at grocery stores and anywhere else that, that they have to be that is declared uh, an essential business or service. So you're going to be exposed either way. So why, why bother with, with all the, the hoops that, that they're making us jump through? Well, how does it get, get transmitted, right? It's, it's actually just lowering. I mean, you also have to define which part you find ridiculous because washing your hands and practicing social distancing, I mean, those are, there's nothing inherently wrong with that. It does help the spread. So, I mean, what, what's the problem with that? Even if there wasn't a virus, why wouldn't you want to wash your hands frequently? Well, because it dries out your skin. It costs more money. You know, you're only supposed to wash your hands when necessary. You know what? If we're washing our hands more, we probably wouldn't have the flu this bad either. You know, I think right now we're doing... The things that they're asking us to do right now are pretty much common sense things for a lot of... For a lot of it, it's it's a virus that we don't have a cure for, and we know that it's harmful. We there's lots of viruses we don't have cures for, and we still live a normal life. There, there's no cure for the common cold or, or the regular influenza or anything like that. They'll, they tell you that there's a vaccine, but the vaccine is only for two strains every year when there's there's dozens of strains out there. So you can get the vaccine and you can still get the flu. So it, th this whole thing is insane. You, you go to the grocery store, you, you put on your little mask, everybody's got their little mask on. Yeah. All, all it is is a, is a disguise to protect you from the hordes of crazy people that, that would attack you if you didn't wear a mask. It has nothing to do with the virus. Because if, if you knew the way viruses worked, you, you wouldn't think that a cloth mask... Look, it, the, oh, what are those guys? The, the Hodge twins, right? They said it best. If you can fart and smell it through your underwear and pants... What do you think a cloth mask, which is one layer, is going to do against the virus? I mean, listen, I get what you're trying to say. That's all well and good. It's if they think it's working and we've got the World Health Organization, we've got all these organizations telling us, CDC and everything, telling us to wear it. Why not wear it? It's not that big a deal. And worst case scenario, it's they're telling you to wear it in public places where you're interacting with other people. It's just doing what's right by other people it's at the end of the day if this is a public location this is a building it's not your building and these are the rules that are set in place to keep everybody free and everybody safe then i think that's fine it's not that big a sacrifice okay fine so wearing a mask is not that big of a deal right okay so <laughs> that's perfectly fine i will i will actually allow you to take the mask off here for recording purposes. And that's my point. It's that the two of us are in here, and that's fine. We're okay with it. But outside, other people might not be okay with it. So it's just, it's actually just doing, it's society coming together and making a choice 
to do this for they're the safety of together. other people. They're separating themselves because now nobody can understand what the other person is saying. And you can't see their facial expressions. Welcome to 2020. We got cell phones and smileys. I mean, we just got to make do with what we have right now, right? You know, you know that this, you're, what you're describing right now is one of those Doctor Who episodes where everybody had to wear this little badge that, that had a, a smiley face that, that showed their emotion to, to the other person. Here's the funny thing. Here's the funny thing. For great majority of these people, they weren't going outside anyways. Before this virus, they were still stuck in their house, buying food off Uber Eats. Nothing has changed for a great majority of these people. It's a small few people that it has changed for. And those people, at the end of the day, they're ignoring it anyways. Last year checked, they were on the beach, no mask. And at the end of the day, I find this virus will take care of the problem. Hopefully, right? So ultimately, I don't think it's ridiculous in a sense. I think here's the thing. This virus isn't as bad, thankfully. What we can learn from this is that, honestly, if this was a virus at a 50% mortality rate, oh, we'd have been dead. We'd have been so dead because people can't follow simple instructions, right? It's like you tell them wear a mask, they wear it under their face. They wear it on their foreheads but they don't cover their face with it. They have their nose showing. They take it off on the plane. They use it and cover their eyes when they're sleeping. I mean, there's... It's because they know there's no point to the mask. And as far as those people who were staying at home before the pandemic, they, you, you've all, basically all you've done is removed all hope of them ever leaving the house now. Because now you've increased the fear level and you've reduced the, the entertainment that you would get if you left the house. And if they're watching the news, they're just constantly in in fear mode so that there, there's no point for any of this and the mask is a thousand percent pointless every single one of those experiments that that people have performed in order to show you how well the mask performs you see that there is zero performance as soon as whatever the person is or the dummy that they're utilized or anything like that exhales the particles go everywhere and they linger in the air and they go further than six feet so what is the point of social distancing? What is the point of wearing the mask? It's just to show your compliance with government and to be part of the, the group think herd. So when you put on the mask nowadays, rest assured that you're not protecting yourself or anyone else. All you're doing is putting on a disguise so that you're not killed by the zombie horde. We have all these people in hospitals wearing these masks and not getting the virus. Do you know why... They wear masks when they're going to perform surgery or, or any other... Uh, when dealing with a COVID patient, why? When dealing with a COVID... Okay. <laughs> when they deal with a COVID patient, they don't just... If they had the choice, they're not just going to put on a mask because whatever they're doing right now is just for show. It's just to, to participate in, in the government craziness that's hap happening right now. If they are actually worried about viruses, like they when they're in one of those uh, viral laboratories, right? They wear a full hazmat suit, and they have to go through a decontamination chamber in and out of, yeah, of the room. Yeah, but that's not for COVID, clearly. Because they think the mask is sufficient to stop it. All they're doing is wearing the mask when they're dealing with no, no, COVID they don't patients think right it's now in gloves. No, they don't, because there are doctors that were wearing these masks and still got sick and still died. Yeah, because they took off the mask. They didn't take off the mask. There's no proof that they didn't take off no. the mask. Now, when, the mask. when they wear a regular surgical mask in the hospital to perform an operation or, or some other medical procedure, it's done not to avoid catching a virus or the other person catching a virus. It's done to avoid putting particulate matter 
inside of the cavity that you've opened up in the patient. That's mm-hmm. it. Sure. Because you, you you spittle a little bit or yeah. a little breadcrumb or something Absolutely. falls in there and you, you get um, some sort of like... Uh, COVID. Not COVID. That's what we'll have to protect them from. No, Absolutely. You, you get like, like sepsis. Yep. So... That's what they do that for. It's just to, to avoid large pieces landing in the, the cavity. And giving the poor person COVID in their cavity. No, no they're going to get it anyways. If someone in the operating theater has the section of coronavirus where they're, they're uh, infective, then they're, everybody in the room is going to catch it. How does COVID infect? COVID is the, the disease that you get from the virus. Yes, how does the coronavirus transmit from person to person. If you believe what the TV tells you, then it's transmitted through the air and through little droplets of water and through being in the same room as somebody and telepathy and through the TV and surfaces and food. So the gloves prevents you from catching it when you touch the surfaces. The mask helps to break down some of the particles that would go into the air and give you the COVIDs. And social distancing, maybe you're right. Don't maybe forget about need, glasses. Maybe we need more than six feet. Maybe we've got to up it to 12 based on what you're saying to me. I think that's, I think that's okay. And then you're right. You do need glasses because it might go into the eye and stuff. I mean, I'm but not it, sure. But it can still wrap around the glasses. You need full-blown goggles. Yeah. You know what? And you need I, a face mask that seals against your entire face. Finally thinking like you should. Yeah, But, but you don't need the gloves at all. Why? Because it's supposedly not able to penetrate your skin. Yeah, but you may touch it and then suck your finger because you're one of those. Okay, so, so you're wearing the gloves, so you touch it and then you suck your finger anyways. You know, no one sucks a gloved finger. You're going to take the glove off. I mean, come on. You're going to take the glove off with what? Your other hand? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Depends on how you take it off, man. Listen, listen, I'm not trying to to teach people the correct way to remove gloves right now or to wash their hands a hundred. I'm just saying, this doesn't seem like that big a sacrifice. We know that people are having to make the sacrifice now. Now, if, you th- if I'm supposed to say it's weird that someone would probably tackle me in a bank if I wasn't wearing a mask, I'll admit it's kind of weird, you know? But that's what will happen. But, but even aside from the masks, this whole thing is crazy. We now resemble third world countries. You, you walk into the grocery store, and half the stuff on, on the shelf is missing, even at this point in the game. And even the stuff that's still on the shelf is like second-rate products, the, the things that you wouldn't buy anyways. And what's going on? All, all these companies are still in business. They're still producing stuff. They're still transporting stuff. How is it that the, the grocery store is, is all blank? You can still order the same products that you want from the Internet. That's because you're panicking. The people in your community, they're panicking improperly. That's not a proper panic. Like, in my community, I mean, the, the supermarkets are, the shelves are stocked right now. So, I don't, I don't think, I think that's just based on the area and what people are buying. Okay, but I'm look, not having a problem with There's that. more ridiculous stuff, right? So, for example, yeah. you order food to be delivered. Mm-hmm. So, it's going to be delivered by one or two people inside of a car to, to your address. Yeah. Okay, so even if you let them put the, you do one of those contactless deliveries where they just leave the food on your doorstep and you don't believe that all of their exhaust from their mouth is still lingering in the air when you open up your front door. Even if, if all of that is, is on the up and up, your food and, and, and they, the restaurant will put the little safety seal 
on the bag, that sticker to show that the person hasn't opened up your food and, and had any, any little bits or pieces. Even if all of that was perfect, you're telling me that that five or ten minute ride in the car from the restaurant to your door, it, it's not like a gigantic, you know, fumigation device to get the coronavirus into the food. You know that food is a surface, right? And if it's transmittable by surface contact, you, you're, the moment you put the food in your mouth or you touch it with your hand, that's it. You got it. No, no, no. Because new normal, when you get that food, you open a container, you put that in your plate or whatever, and you nuke it. That goes straight into the microwave for two minutes, no matter how hot it is, or three minutes. You're nuking everything out. Okay, but the moment you opened up the styrofoam container or whatever it is, it's, it's just gone poof into the air now. So are you constantly wearing a mask inside of your no, own no. home? And I'd also like to mention that actually new normal is even better than before because they should have always, they should always have been putting that seal on the bag that showed that the driver isn't stealing your food. You know, that should have been normal from the beginning. That's what the restaurant should have been doing because we know that we have Uber Eats and these places where we found out people are stealing your fries while driving to deliver it. And now we know if they had that seal, you could tell that that Uber driver for, snuck a fry. For French fries, the seal doesn't work. It's not It's not like a 100% seal. It just closes the handles a little bit so that they can't get into like the large boxes. But fries, there's always a fry tax. Everybody always has known that there's a fry tax Whenever you, you have a buddy or somebody go and get the, the food and, and bring it to either the, the party or the office or anything like that. And, you know, but, but yeah, you, you open up the, the container and that's it. You've, you've released it, the virus. Remember, the, the idea behind it is not to stop 100% of the spread right now. It's to limit it. We're limiting. And these are limiting factors. It's not preventing it 100%. It's just making it better or lowering the chances of it. So yeah, I think sealing the bag, having it delivered, having social distance, maybe the people in these cars driving in twos shouldn't be doing that. Maybe it should just be one person. But safety has to be considered in this case. But we don't know is, where they're dropping everything off, but what right? Is, what is the end goal, right? There is no stopping it altogether. The same way you can't the end stop the limit cold. It's to limit it. It's to keep people outside of the out of the hospitals at a rate that they can't handle. It's to try to limit the spread of it to the point where the hospitals can keep up with people. Okay, that but that's, that's under the assumption that magically by being in the hospital and having their full attention that if the virus would have otherwise killed you, it won't kill you now. But that's not what's happening. The, the hospitals don't have a magical cure. They're just keeping an eye on you, waiting for you to die. Uh, some of them, they can put you on ventilators, etc. They are help. saving some lives. Let, let's, let's explain something here. The ventilator is supposed to operate your lungs when you are not capable of operating the lungs anymore, right? You suffer mm -hmm. some sort of a head injury or you're, you're recovering from surgery and, and you're under anesthesia and, and you can't operate your lungs. The machine does it for you. But what this disease does is it fills up your lungs with a viscous material so that you can't process the oxygen that is entering into your lungs. The, the respirator doesn't change that fact at all. If you're still awake and, and you're struggling to breathe, you can struggle just as well as the machine can struggle for you. If, the, if they try to crank up the pressure on the ventilator to a higher degree to force your lungs to open more, all you're doing is destroying your lungs. You're not magically solving the problem. 
So the, the ventilator is only there if you are incapacitated. And if you're at the point where you're incapacitated, you're probably not going to wake up from the ventilator anyways unless you didn't need the ventilator in the first place. So th this whole idea that the ventilator is the magical cure-all and being in the hospital is going to save you is not the case. It's, it's not a cure-all. In some cases, depending on the statistics that you're looking on or the site that you're viewing, anywhere from 25 to 70% of people who have gone on that ventilator have survived, right? So in some cases, it's really bad, right? So 75% of these people actually died on the ventilator, but it did, even in its worst numbers, it saved people. So at the end of the day, how much is one life well, saved? that's what I'm saying. It didn't save that person. That person was going to live anyways. They just preemptively put them on the ventilator because that's part of their playbook now because it gets them $30,000. They couldn't they... breathe. They put them on the ventilator somehow. And, hey, eventually they bounce back. I mean, at the end of the day, it helped. And that's no. what I'm saying. These things are just helping. You're not, you're not showing that it helped. You're just saying that this person was put on the ventilator and survived the ventilator. Not that they survived the well, virus. Well, if they couldn't breathe, then that's why I put them on. That's not why they're putting them on. They're putting them on because they're, they're making 30, 40 grand by putting somebody on a ventilator. So that's not the proper use of a ventilator. That's just the political thing to do at the moment, and it gets the hospitals lots of money, so that they go ahead and they do that. But that's where we're at. But, but everything is ridiculous, and everybody's, you know... It's like it's like invasion of the pod people, right? They they point at you and they start screaming when you're not wearing a mask, and, and then everybody just tackles you and turns you into a mask wearer. Listen, and maybe it's just a CPAP machine. Who knows what they're putting them on right now? Okay, so but everybody everybody with COVID has sleep apnea. Is yeah, that what you're saying? that's that maybe what it is. It's just giving them that little oxygen. Maybe they're just giving them some oxygen, man. How do you give them the oxygen if their lungs are coated in the viscous fluid that can't process the oxygen? Cause not all of their lungs get coated in that, right? Otherwise, everybody with COVID would well, be in the hospital. Well, then they can struggle to breathe just as well without the machine. The machine is not magically making more room for the oxygen to it's process. Helping. In the no, it's All they're doing is helping. Listen, Just repeating that listen, it's helping isn't helping. Here's the thing. Here's the it's thing. It's not like a magical they're doing chant that something like no one has a magical cure or this wouldn't be an issue. Everyone's just trying their best as of right now to get through this. And it's working. Like it or not, it's working. It's working to destroy people's incomes, to destroy their lives, to cause people to commit suicide. Listen, this the virus. Viruses, I, I actually believe that this virus is making bad companies fail faster. That's all it is. Good companies are still are still surviving. Innovative companies are still surviving. Restaurants turned around and they went into delivery service, delivering everything. I mean, the, the innovative ones have been able to stay on top of it. So I don't think that, oh, you know, suddenly... Suddenly everything's doom and gloom or anything. No, I think society is going to bounce back and I think we're doing fine. It's not doom and gloom. We weren't facing doom and gloom to begin with. What I'm saying is this is ridiculous that we're doing all of these things that don't help and they're just making the situation worse. The, the mask doesn't protect you and it doesn't protect other people. Unless you are in a full hazmat suit with filter mediums or, or a, a built-in oxygen system, but the filter mediums that, that are able to filter out down to the size of the virons, then you're doing nothing. If the mask stops 15% of those particles from going out, then it was 15% helpful. But that, that doesn't yield a result, right? So you have to look at the, the end result. Whether, whether uh, 
so for example, we can use like a fern as an example, right? So ferns, they reproduce with spores. They release their spores into the yes. air just like a fungus yes. and, and it gets carried out and, you know, you okay. have, sure. when, whenever they land somewhere correctly, they, you get a new fern, okay? Sure. So that's how this, this works. If you're in a okay. room with somebody and you start exhaling because you can't help it, you know, you need to breathe mm -hmm. and the other person is exhaling and inhaling and everything and the air conditioning is going, whether you block, I'm even going to be generous, right? I'm going to say, let's say you block 75% of okay. everything, which it does not. It blocks 0%. But let's say you block 75 So you have 25%. Do you know what 25% of the viral shedding is? It's still like millions and millions of, of virons. However, right? you should not be in that building with anybody. unless. You, listen, the reason why you were they allow it to go into supermarkets, etc. is because, as you said, essential services. Otherwise, you'd have no business even being in there. I understand, but do you, do you know how a chain works, right? The moment you have one weak link, the whole chain is now reduced to that weight capacity of the weak link. And it's the same thing with, with all of these measures that were taken for the virus. If everybody at some point needs to either go into a grocery store to live or be exposed to somebody who was in a grocery store at some point, then everybody has been exposed. It's as simple as that. So what you're saying is we should be even more restrictive on it. We should have these grocery stores, we should lock everybody in their house and have these grocery stores deliver food, kind of like what China did. You know I'm saying that if this virus were more like what you see in the movies, where it has a high incubation time, like 30 days, 60 days, and then instantly kills you, so then, then yeah, we would all need to be in little bubbles for, for a month or two to, to avoid, you know, dying a horrible death. But since this one is closer to the, your standard influenza that happens every year, and there is no practical way to stop the, the spread of it, then, and, and, and lowering the curve into the hospitals makes no difference because there's nothing a hospital can do for you anyways, then, then yeah. There's no reason to do any of these, these you know, crazy hurdles that, that the government wants us to do for political expediency. No, I think, it's, I think it's fine. Ultimately, I don't think it's that crazy what they're asking us to do. Because, I mean, if you think of it at its core, like at the beginning when they implemented this, there was a lot of unknowns, right? There was a lot of unknowns. There was a lot of pretty much what do we think is happening? How do we think it's spreading? Remember, before they didn't think it was spreading on surface, before they didn't think it was airborne. This has come after the time. Fine, but so, you've got unknowns, so that's when you should do the maximum. And that's when the borders should have been closed and people shouldn't have been allowed to, to meander about the entire yeah, country. Yeah, agreed. So, and they didn't do that. So why now, when we know more about it, and it's not as, as big of a boogeyman as it was originally, are, are we going through higher levels of craziness to, to avoid it, when even though these things don't even work? Well, I, I, as I said, I won't say it doesn't work, right? Because, again, there are these unknowns. Masks work. It cuts 50%, like it or not. And even, if the, even if the other 50% is millions of particles, the social distancing where it says at least six feet. Quite frankly, if I'm seeing you coming down the street... I'm going on the other side of this other road because why do I want to be anywhere close to you? And if that's the case, I may even take another way if I want to because I don't want to be around people, Here, right? Look, so watch. You can I cross the street all you want. Yeah. It makes no difference, okay? Because remember, the virions are smaller and more airborne than most other particulate matter, okay? 
So, do you do you have allergies, or do you know anybody with plant allergies? I've got allergies. Okay, yeah. fine. So, have you noticed that you're just outside, you're away from any plant that resembles the ones that you're allergic to, and then you'll start sneezing anyways because it's that that season of pollen. Yeah. Okay, that's because these things travel far, far further than just 6, 12 feet, a block, half a block, anything like that. No. So you will never see the person who infects you. You could be standing in your front yard away from everybody, minding your own business, trying to just mow the lawn, and you can even be wearing a mask and goggles and everything, and you'll still catch it if it were, you know, you were just destined to catch it. Because... Uh that's, that's where it's coming from. I'd have to check it out because I don't think that's how it... That's exactly that's how, how it works. works. I don't pollen, think that's how this virus works. Pollen I mean, is no, larger. I agree with how pollen works, sure. But I don't agree that that's how this virus works. Otherwise, we'd all have it. Based we, on what you're we saying. We all do. No, Every time they check people, they, they say, oh yeah, you've tested positive for it. What is it that they're, they're checking for? They're checking for any coronavirus. That could be your standard cold, your, your regular influenza, whatever. They don't know. This is not Star Trek, right? They, they don't zap you and they know exactly what's going on and they can see all the way down to the atomic level. We're not at that level of technology yet. If you want to see the atomic level, you have to go to a university that has a giant room dedicated to, to laser devices Listen, to be able to see that. I've known people that went and got tested and they didn't test positive. That's because the test is broken. It's like flipping a coin. That just doesn't make sense, right? Exactly. That's why there's no reason to go get the test. <laughs> this, this is my point. So we don't trust the test. We don't trust the results. We don't trust the mask. Well, we're in a case where we don't trust anything. So you know what? I say wear the mask. And if we can't trust it, at least take the guidance. Wash your hand. Social distance. Wear the mask. Stay at home if you can. You know, stay away from people if you can. I think that's fine. Okay, sure. Yeah, do all these extra things that make your, your life worse. That, that serves no For purpose. For 70% of the world, it just means do what you're always doing anyways. No, people don't go always back wear to play, a mask. Go back to playing video games in your, in your room and buy Uber Eats, have them drop it outside and go and get it. Your life hasn't changed at all you're, if you're, you're one of those. You're clearly some sort of a strange one percenter if you never have to leave your house for any reason and you have everything delivered to you like you're some sort of a sultan. No, people have to leave their house. And you cannot get the proper nutritious uh, food just by ordering off of Uber Eats. Most people haven't gotten the proper nutritious food for the last 15 years. Now isn't the time for them to start trying. Uh, McDonald's has been keeping people fed for years now. No one's trying to get proper nutrition right well, now. They want Definitely proper, not in this country. Whether they want proper nutrition or not, if they want to save money, you buy at the grocery store and you cook it yourself. Who needs to save money right now? Everyone got a Literally stimulus everybody. check. Everyone's got free money right now. Yeah, that disappears in like a day. How long do you think you know a twelve hundred dollar check is going to support you? I don't even think they should have sent out checks to anybody. You know, everybody's supposed to be self reliant. So go out there, do some work, get a job, you know, and be productive. And don't be you know in fear for the rest of your life thinking that a little piece of paper in front of your face is going to protect you from, from the boogeyman. It's not. You're, you're going to catch a virus at some point. And look, and let me ask you this question, right? Don't you think it's funny that ever since this corona thing came around, nobody has died of cancer or a car accident or, or some other you know, illness? Like, what, what's going on? They're just, just saying that everybody who's dying is, is dying from COVID. 
Yes. You know, because, they're just they're just promoting the fear. No, because it might have been COVID related. Oh, sure. You might have might been have. driving the car and you couldn't breathe because of COVID uh, and you drove off the highway into a ditch. I mean, you don't know. If COVID was in the system, that might be what happened. How convenient. And it just happens to be that every single one of these is, is for COVID. It's, because I haven't seen a single death being listed as anything other than COVID since this began. No, listen, I haven't gone around checking for deaths first off, right? So I can't, I can't speak to that one, right? I can't speak to whether or not... They've actually been doing that. I've I've seen some of the, I've seen some of those news reports that you know if it's in the system then they're declaring it that for whatever reason. Sure, I'll give you that, but I don't I don't think it's that black. I don't think it's that black and white. I really don't think so. I think if it's if it's a situation where there's COVID in their system and it contributed to their death. Then they label it as a COVID death, which hey, that's fine. That's Makes not true at all because they've actually come out and said. That if you at any point tested positive, even if it was six months ago, if you tested positive for coronavirus, they then classify your death as a COVID. Yes, death. but how did you die? If you died Car of accident. pneumonia and you a had piano COVID, fell on your head, the person was the person carrying the piano suffering from COVID no. and then fell and the piano fell through the window? No. Was the person walking suffering from COVID since he tested positive for it so he couldn't move away from the piano in time? It's COVID related. No. Maybe that's what they're doing. And I mean, hey, that's what it is. That seems normal right, to fine. me. Assassin's bullet to the head also was classified as a COVID death. Listen, in that case, it's probably because... The person was infected by COVID while they made some bad decisions to get an assassin after them in the first place. You see, you can we can play this game all day. There's a reason why it's yes, listen, it is a game. If, That's what the government is doing, and the hospitals are playing along because they want the forty thousand dollars per patient. If someone has cancer and dies of cancer at let's say eighty three or eighty four years old, then the cause of death cancer. But they still put COVID. But they don't put... No, what I'm saying is they don't say, hey, you died at old age. No, they, they put what contributed to your death. If the flu kills you, then it's the flu that got you. It's... They don't put what contributed to your death. They put what put the final nail in the coffin. So if you die of old age, then they, they put, you know, death of natural causes. It could have just been... You know, organ failure or something yep. just because you're so old that they, they can't function anymore. But if, if you're old and you died because, you know, the, the cancer finally eroded away all the muscle tissue exactly. of yep. your heart, yep. then they put cancer. Cancer. Exactly. Same concept. So, in this case, they see the COVID in there. Now, are they saying that COVID was the cause or a contributing factor? They're saying it was the cause. They put... COVID as the cause of death. There is no contributing factor Show me section. a case. If you show me a case where someone in a car crash flew out the car until they're dead. I'll do better than and, that. I'll show you a video of your, your political leaders saying, yes, this person died in a motorcycle accident, and yes, we classified it as a COVID death because six months ago, this person tested positive for coronavirus. And even though by now the, the, the virus would have been cleared from his system and it was clearly the, the result of the motorcycle accident that he died, we still have to put it as a COVID death. But, I mean, I'm not sure I'm not sure I buy that one. 
I think there's more to that story because maybe the person was all dozing off and passing out. Six months of after? Cold. No. Maybe he caught it again. He never even had symptoms in the first place. He, he just took one of those random tests. Hey, the fact that he died should tell you that but he anyways, had symptoms. But anyways, everything is ridiculous. Look, the fact that the, the dollar is losing value, that the stock market is melting upwards, that uh, you know, gold is, is going up in, in price, that you know, people are looking for safe havens from, to store their money. It, everything is ridiculous right now, and it's unnecessary. Well, I disagree that we can, I don't think we can. Everything that you said just now has been fast coming. That didn't start this year. Most of what you said just now started two, three years ago. We've been in a bubble. This bubble was bound to pop. As I said before, I think they sped it up, but I don't think okay. it created anything. So now don't you think it's convenient that they're making such a big deal out of the influenza virus at, the, at a time when we're about to face a political crisis over the financial issue? So we're about to face a political crisis over the financial issue. We've got an election. People are overacting and trying to cause the country to panic. I think that's normal. Okay, and why do you think that they, they say don't uh, gather because of the coronavirus for Trump rallies or for going to a voting uh, you know, poll or... Um, you know, uh, having a, a church gathering or anything like that. But if you're if you're gathering to protest Trump, or you're you're gathering to to have a Black Lives Matter rally or something like that, then it's a okay. You can go ahead and and participate in that group without wearing a mask or anything. Well, that right there is definitely political. That that's a political agenda. Clearly, the allowing it is definitely for politics and. And that's fairly obvious. But again, that's not the new normal. That's just the normal. That's every day for the last four years. Right? The, the I mean... New, the new normal is that you're supposed to wear the mask. And now, now Fauci is telling matter you fact, from what to you're wear goggles. Me, during those protests, no one wore a mask. So it actually went back to the regular normal. No one wore the mask during the protests. What I'm saying is the new normal is that the, the political elite is telling people... If you do what we like, you don't have to wear a mask. But if you do anything else, you have to wear a mask. So I mean, grocery store mask. So political Trump rally mask. Politicians trying to take power, normal. Uh, bubble popping, normal. Social distancing, not normal, but absolutely recommended. I mean, I'm Why? okay with it. Washing your hands constantly. Yo, I've seen what people touch and what they do with their hands. All for it. I think that's a good... Yeah, and we've all survived anyways without these people washing their hands. Yeah, but I think forcing them to do it is... You're forcing them to do a good in that case. I'm okay We're with it. We're still not forcing and anybody to wash hands. Wash ha washing hands is still just a guidance. The only thing that's being mandated now is the mask. And you know why the mask? More than washing your hands or social distancing or anything else? is because the mask is what gives government more control over you. It's basically a muzzle. You can't speak. You can't interact with others. You know, it's it's perfect I, for facial recognition I, because they can still see your eyes. So, it, it's listen. Not but good. they tell you you can wear that goggle suit. So they're actually taking away their ability to see you now. Because a, a yeah, legitimate once, criminal can go out and look exactly like a citizen right now. Once um, you're in no. full goggles, mask, and everything, they they know that they don't need to to monitor you anymore because you're fully controlled by the government. You are gripped in fear. But that's the problem. I'm saying. A thief in a mask right now. I'm not even talking about someone that's afraid of COVID. You can't tell the difference and they can't monitor the them. The government doesn't care about petty thieves. They are the biggest thieves out there. 
They just want to make sure that you're going to comply when they steal your money Listen, through inflation. Here's the thing. This has nothing... <laughs> Let's be clear. No one is going to comply with the government stealing their money. The same people aren't the ones... Everyone's wearing a mask. Everybody, this, everybody, everybody complies. Listen, everyone is wearing a mask. Even the ones that are hidden away in their bunkers right now, they're wearing a mask just to be safe. It's just a... It's caution. It's cautionary. They're wearing the mask not because of fear of the virus. They're wearing the mask because if they are caught without the mask in public, they either have to worry about being whisked away by the government or being tackled by the hordes of crazy people what? who think the mask is somehow going to save them. Uh, they're one of the crazy people that might tackle people too. At the end of the day, what we're talking about here is fear. And you know what? They're wearing this to kind of assist or, or work with it. Exactly. Absolutely. In which case, that's normal. I don't see why that is so ridiculous. It's not ridiculous. I'm seeing that as normal. This is not normal. <laughs> Everybody in society is not supposed to be bad. You see, you've even learned how to talk in a mask, and I can hear you perfectly now. Can you really? Yes. But this is taking a lot of effort out you, of me. You know what? So now you have to put in more effort. So we're making society work harder. Another benefit, man. This, this is all normal. They're not working harder in anything that's productive. <laughs> Well, they're just wasting the effort. You know what? At least they're finally expending effort. But the expenditure of the efforts are in vain. You know what? Just this once, I've identified one thing ridiculous about this whole thing. Yes, the bat. Was your favorite advocate arguing on your behalf, or have you discovered a new respect for the opposite view?